1: It is up. going to be covered by the Saints for a touchdown. Eat your inside pass, to everything Saints football. Jimmy Graham brings it down. And that is a touchdown, New Orleans. We'll take you to places most fans never go, to practice to the sideline to the locker room following every twist, turn, and touchdown of the Saints season.
2: That is going to be a touchdown, Taysom Hill. Taysom TD!
1: Welcome to Inside Black and Gold.
2: And that is going to be a touchdown again. And guess who? Mike Thomas.
1: Now, here are your hosts, Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak. <laughs> oh, baby. Welcome in, Saints fans. Inside Black and Gold, Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak gearing up for week. 13 Detroit Lions coming in to face the Saints. Got some injuries to deal with, uh, obviously. Uh, w- questions about uh, Rashid Shahid and Chris Olave coming back from the concussion protocol. Uh, we'll be c- keep monitoring that. But um, we got to hear from quarterback Derek Carr on Wednesday. And man, I... I know a lot of folks are sick of hearing from head coach Dennis Allen what he's had to say, but uh, DC and what he, I guess, is spewing out is kind of getting old as well.
3: Yeah, so we'll, we'll get into that. I do want to talk about. So first, there was one move, one roster move that's worth talking about first, and might as well get it get it in the top, which is uh, the Saints signed Jonathan Abram to the active roster. Um, that's kind of a, an interesting one, just because. Jordan Howden is probably going to start like I think the Saints are happy with Jordan Howden in terms of getting him in that role. But you had to sign Jonathan Abram to get him on the active roster because you've already elevated him three times. So you can't elevate him again. So really only the option was to get him on the active roster. Um, and I had, I had one person who just followed me on Twitter been like, oh, that means they're not they're not happy with Jordan Howden or they're not confident in Jordan Howden. It's like, no, you just need somebody. As the right. um, so yeah, because Marcus Andrews, May's dealing with the injury. Marcus May's dealing with an injury, and uh, Marshawn Lattimore is on IR, and so you never filled that roster spot. I think you probably would have filled it with JPP if uh, he didn't get you know snaked away for, by Miami. Nice knowing um, you. Yeah, that was fun. The JPP era yeah. in New Orleans was a oh, it was a blast. It was a blast. But what has it been a blast? There's the Derek Carr era in New Orleans, and you know, I went on a long rant in the last podcast. So, you know, and and that was more geared toward kind of the blinders that feel like they're on the coaching staff in terms of just admitting that there is a problem in ter- like in the red zone. Like, there's a problem in the red zone, and you know, what I just it, it, to me it feels like Derek isn't held accountable to the same level of criticism as some of the other guys on the roster, some of the other, some of the young guys on the roster. And if you're looking at this and trying to figure out, okay, well, is there discontent? Well, what would, what would kind of create that? Well, if you're not, if you're not holding, if if it feels like there's like special treatment being given to the quarterback because he's the quarterback, um, then that's not good. And, you know, we, you also mentioned, you know, one of the things that we talked to Derek Carver Wednesday and he's very congenial. He's not, Abrasive. He's not aggressive. Like he'll accept every question and he'll answer them. But you know, at, at a certain point, it's like Derek. You know that we know that you're not <laughs> answering these questions. He's very well trained at saying nothing. Yes, yes, and he'll admit that. And but so this is. Uh, I, I do think there, there's a couple of clips that I want to play that are interesting to me. One of them is uh, you know Mike Triplett, Nick Underhill, kind of asked Derek about the Red zone stuff, and it's it's pretty damning. Like statistically, it's damning. Like there's no way around it. Like <laughs> there's no question of what you're watching and what you're looking at. It's just not a good red zone quarterback. Um, but this is what Derek had to say on that front. We've asked you about the red zone narrative a lot, and those stats have kind of followed you and some of it's circumstantial, but, but when it happens, the sample size is pretty big right now. I mean, do you like really try to identify what is it about that area of the
2: field? Yeah, absolutely. That's what we, you know, we spend our time, you know, in the building talking about. That's why we spent, spend extra time on it this week. Uh, you know, the you know fact of the matter is, doesn't change, I always tell you the truth. You know, like, you know, we're moving the ball down there if we don't, you know, have the two turnovers or the penalties. You know, uh, we're running good plays and we're moving the ball. You know, we don't have a problem moving it. But when we get down there, uh, we've had games where we've done really well and we've had games where it's been really bad. And so I think the biggest thing is the inconsistency. It's not that we can't do it. uh, It's just why is it inconsistent? And we have answers. Uh, Everyone wants to hear the answers, but we just don't, you know, we keep them in-house. Said you guys got the answers for the, the red zone? Like what's it gonna I, take to see it to see it consistently on the field? If you don't want to share what it is, well, what's it take to see it? I said I said that we're working on the answers, that's what we've been doing. And so um, I appreciate you know everyone wanting to have the or us to just say everything we've been feeling and say everything that we've seen on tape and say all the coaching points and all those things, but I'll never do that. And so um, I know it's just on me to keep doing it. And for you know whoever they want to point at, please point at me because I can handle it. How, how do you weigh that though? Like when you guys are moving the ball, but you aren't moving it in the last twenty. Like how do you how do you marry those two two thoughts together? I don't know, man. You got to ask Coach Pete and DA uh, myself. When you ask us, we're not going to be able to give you all the answers that everyone wants to hear on the things we're trying to work to do better, uh, schematics and player and all those kind of things. And so. You're going to keep asking the same question. I'm going to keep giving a lot of words and no answer, you know, because I'm not going to tell you.
3: Yeah, we got, we, we went a long way there. So just to be clear, those were not sequential. Like those were not three questions in a row, but they were all, I mean, the same, <laughs> the same theme of questions. And yeah. so I tweeted something yesterday that I don't know if a lot of people will get the reference, but it reminds me so much of this. If you watch The Office, The American Office, there's a scene after Michael Scott leaves and they're interviewing people for the job. And well, our net shows up and, and he's like, I have a, I have a three-step plan to double your profits. And they're, and they're like, Oh, great. What's the, what's the plan? And he's like, Oh, wait, I can't just, can't just give you my plan. Like well, Then you like, that's my plan. And then, and then they're like, well, how do we know you actually have the plan? If you're not going to tell us, tell us the plan, you might just be saying that. And, it's like well i mean i i wouldn't just say that i mean of course i have a plan <laughs> and, then, and they're like well, can you give us part of the plan he's like i'll give you let's give you part three of part two <laughs> of the plan which is uh color code said document tm <laughs> like did you just just trademark that like that's a verbal trademark that's a that's an agreement anyway that's basically the entire scene um and so that's this is what it feels like it's like like congratulations derek like we know that you have meetings and we know that you have coaching points, but it's just like, there's this weird disconnect between accepting the fact that it's not bad luck in the red zone. It's not just this run of, Oh, we had a penalty and we had a fumble. It's like, those things did happen. Yes. But it seems like it's like those facts are being used to just, to just kind of muddle the picture of what's actually happening, which is just bad red zone football, bad red zone football. And it's like, if you can't admit that that's just the
1: problem, then it's the problem. We we ignored Walter football back when we first, I think they first signed uh, Derek Carr. He put out, tweeted out like a montage of all of Derek Carr's woes in the red zone. And we're like, oh, that's just, that's easy to take, you know, misconstrue whatever you're trying to, you know, portray there kind of thing. And it just, it ends up being a uh, uh, same problem reoccurring now in New Orleans. I think you're talking about Warren Sharp, but yeah, yeah. I
3: mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah, that's, that's definitely true.
0: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, yeah.
3: So one of the things that started this week, and that's the thing, it's like you ask these questions about Derek Carr and you're not sure about the answers. And, you know, one of the things that I wanted to ask Derek about this week was the conversation that kind of started on Sunday with Alvin Kamara and then Dennis Allen on Monday and you know, even even this answer, it's frustrating to me, and 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 you know, I think you'll understand when you get halfway through it. There's been a lot of conversation about the identity, quote unquote, of this team, and when you hear that, you hear that conversation. What, what is your kind of response to that idea, and what what does identity mean in the frame of the football team?
2: I gotta be honest. Um, for me, I haven't heard anything. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know what anybody did or said. Um, I'm sorry for that, but for me, I would say like on offense, the things that we emphasize are being explosive and physical up front, you know, be physical up there and then let our get the ball in the guy's hands, let them be explosive and, um, you know, you know, defensively they have probably their own things too. uh, but, like, personally, I'm sorry. Like, I, if someone says something, I don't know. Uh, but, it was, but, yeah. It was Alvin Havilland was talking about it after
3: the game. Gotcha. Um, but I, I just, so when you kind of look at that and you say, okay, these are our core beliefs and this is what we do well and mm-hmm. this is what we want to focus on, mm-hmm. how important is that to kind of be able to hone in on as an offense and just kind of say, okay, this is our calling card and this is what we do? Like, we, you know, mm-hmm. the. Falcons, for example, they're running offense, you know, they're going to run the ball. Yep. Whereas at times for the Saints office, it does seem like, okay, what is it that yep. this team does well? Yep. So how important is that to kind of identify?
2: Yeah so, that, yeah. so in that context, yeah, to me, that makes sense. Like you want to know, like going into the game, this is how we're going to attack and this is what we do, you know, and they know it, we know it, but we just got it. This is what we got to do. And so that that's, that's very important, you know, making sure that you have that. Uh, What makes it hard on coaches sometimes a lot of moving parts, different things, schematics, matchup, game plan, all that kind of stuff It makes it tough sometimes. Uh, You know, that's just speaking in general terms, you know, not just here. That's just uh, I've been on teams where, like, this is what we're going to do, and then you're playing a team that says, like, no, you're not, and there's things they can do to make it that way. And so schematically that can be tough on uh, coaches to do just one thing, you know, over and over again but for sure there's things that we talk about like this is what we need to do this week Um, and sometimes those things change you know uh, based on the game plan has that been one of the bigger challenges for the first three months of the season is finding what works consistently for you i I would say early on for sure for us uh you know i man i feel like if we get a you know if we fix that you know red zone getting touchdowns and things like that man, the whole thing would feel complete 180 you know everyone would feel completely different and so for our right now our focus is to continue to do those main things that we talked about being explosive you know being physical and violent up front Um, and then when we get down here man just have that mentality say carry that mentality over where everyone does their job and if everyone does their job it works you know and we've proved to ourselves this year when everyone does their job it works and so um yeah absolutely
3: so you you heard that clip, identity, right? What does it mean? Um, well, when I said that answer kind of annoyed me, it's because is he trying to tell me that he's not aware of what his teammates are saying? Like, I can understand. Like So earlier this season, Derek kind of came out and said, you know, I don't listen to outside noise. And we were talking about the JTO Sullivan video where he was kind of this, the quarterback school was like a 46-minute video on you know, how Derek hasn't been playing well, right? And when he says, I'm not paying attention to that sort of thing, I, I believe him. Like, I don't think he's going down and watching a 46-minute video on from a guy yeah, who's not his down, coach. Right, like somewhere else. When you come out and tell me that you are not aware of what your own teammates are saying in the locker room after a game. And now, I don't need you to watch every press conference, but this was a pretty well-documented conversation with Alvin Kamara that Dennis Allen was then talked about the next day. And if you're not aware of that, I think that's a problem. Like, I think that's a that's not a good thing. Like, that's there's blocking out the noise, and then there is being just completely oblivious to what your teammates are saying and thinking and and and
1: being about in the locker room. So, that's a problem. I don't think that's a good sign. Well, I think that's where the BS comes in, and that's where I start going. Whatever. Yes, you do, Derek. You've heard what what Kamara said. You know what Coach Allen has said.
3: Right so that right 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 so either you are lying to right. me or you are not aware of what your teammates are like one of those things is true it has to be one of those things has to be true and neither answer is good i'd like to think that he's just lying but you know maybe he doesn't and you know the funny thing is i will at least give him point for consistency because his answer was the exact same as Dennis Allen's in terms of being explosive on offense and you know the funny thing is like it's like but that's not what an identity is no. Right that's not like 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 having a couple big plays throughout the course of a game isn't an identity that's just something you've done your identity as an offense has been empty yards has been yeah we move the ball and we're happy about it but we don't score but we don't get touchdowns and it's like no, that's your identity right now, and in order to change that, you have to accept that that's your identity. Because if, if you're going to go into this and saying, okay, we just need to keep doing the good stuff and pretend the bad stuff doesn't exist, which is what they're saying, like they can say we are gonna we are gonna fix the problems and and focus on the good stuff. Like, no, you're just gonna focus on the good stuff and act as if the problems don't exist, and that's that's my that's my biggest issue. I, right. and
1: I, I don't I know how many times I need to do that same rant, but. These answers got me nuts. Alvin summed it up perfectly saying consistently inconsistent and bam, that's your identity for sure for the five and six saints. Yeah. I mean, I I get the fact too, you're trying to protect whatever the the image maybe or the perception of guys. But I mean, we, you saying to me, to, to me, Derek Carr going that direction with, oh, he wasn't aware of what Alvin said does not he didn't hear what coach, you know, coach Allen was saying kind of thing. That makes me tune out to what he's saying overall, because I just to me now everything's a bunch of bullshit.
3: Yeah, I just don't buy it. I just I just really just don't buy
1: it. And I don't think he buys it. I don't I don't know. It's
3: it's frustrating.
1: Yeah, um no, I love the fact that you know, Bob, you know, Bobby Abair always mentioned too, oh, he's a he's a good guy. And I'm not I'm not saying he's not. I I a family a man, guy. faith, you know, all that and all, but he hasn't been a good football player, and that's what I what's it I really care about covering the team.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I care about a little more than that. Like, like I wouldn't be happy if we had Deshaun Watson in here and he was playing great football and just being a terrible person, <laughs> right? Like that's that wouldn't be better per se. Like, I think there is value in having a, a good, like a high quality person in the locker room. But is that resonating? Or, or is it just kind of like for show? Like that's what I wonder about. Is it too? Is it, is a lot of this stuff happening for show and not actually resonating with anybody? Like he can come out and say, "Oh, we feel great in there. We're having a great time." <laughs> Are you? Because when I hear that answer and then I hear the other answers you give me, then why would I assume that that is true and it's not just an extension of the? I'm not going to tell you the truth. Why
1: would I tell you the truth? The truth is in there. Like yeah. Well, what else is it? I, I don't. I, I'd respect that more saying like, you know, like basically Kim Mulkey, that's in the locker room. It stays there. I'm not telling you anything. That's fine. I would
3: be, you know, right. It's like, be like, that's that. it's, it's a good, that's a good comparison. Cause it's like Kim Mulkey also won't tell you a lot of the stuff you want to know, but she's just going to be like, I'm not telling you that. And, suck and she's, it, not right. gonna, she's not going to, she's <laughs> not going to mince words. She's not going to sit like, like Derek's admitted to doing, not going to say a bunch of words that don't mean anything and then tell you a oh, well, Yeah. Okay. You know? It's like, either, just, just say I'm not going to tell you and move on. Don't pretend to answer the question and not actually answer the question.
1: Then I, his press conference would be a lot shorter. <laughs> this all comes to be more annoying and, you know, poking at you, aggravating you more, obviously, during losing, you know, because obviously coaches and players are constantly lying to us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you know, it's
3: funny. Is it is it lying or is it just not telling the entire story. And I think what you would hear from coaches is that it's more just, I don't tell you everything. I don't lie to you. Nothing. I I don't go out there and say things that are just untrue. Like I'm not going to go out there and just lie, but I will go out there and not tell you all the information. (laughs) Right. And, and so in effect, are you presenting a picture of something that's not accurate? Probably, but that's not different from lying because when you go out there and lie, that's a different story because, in a lot of instances, that lie will be proven a lie, you know. And then you get asked, like, well, you said this, then why didn't this happen? And then it, like, uh, like Dave Gettleman, when he was like, we are not trading Odell Beckham Jr., and then like a week and a half later, was like, well, look who, oh. who got traded, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they won that trade. Let's <laughs> <to> be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a whole thing, and we will move on, but there's a lot more to talk about. I do feel bad, like. So much of this conversation around this team centers around Derek Carr because you have to have it centered around Derek Carr. There's a lot more going on. And I would love for a week where we can talk about something that's not the quarterback, right? But it's just you got to win a couple games for that to happen.
1: Right now, the the quarterback, we're seeing comparisons of this is, uh, you know, Derek Carr now and this is Andy Dalton from last season. And it's not making you feel much better. (laughs) No, it's making you feel exactly the same exactly the same yeah and so let's
3: move on from that let's we're going to get into a conversation with mike stone from 97.1 the ticket aka stoney host stoney and jansen show and he's going to give us a lowdown on dan campbell on the lions on what to expect what this team has done well why they've struggled as of late all that good stuff stick around on inside black and cold